Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, November 15th. 2021. Can you believe we were halfway through the month of November? This is crazy. Um, but welcome. Yeah. And uh, as you noticed, there was no podcast on Friday. My wife and I were down at Anna Maria. And by the way, I realized that the name is Anna Maria. I've been saying Anna Marie forever. It helps to read. <laughs> Anna Maria Island. But we were down there for four days. It was nice. Very nice, honestly. Got the chill and relax and debrief after the busy week of the wedding last weekend. So thank you for uh, understanding. Uh, so hopefully you read John 19 on your own over the weekend. Today we are on John chapter 20, so we'll wrap up the book of John tomorrow uh, because we know we're reading through the New Testament and we're reading now through the Gospel of John and uh, we're about wrapped it up. And then after John uh, on Wednesday, we will um, be jumping over to First Thessalonians which is uh, one of the oldest writings of the entire New Testament. Um, the writings to the Thessalonians are, I believe, some of the first writings Paul penned. So some of the oldest uh, New Testament uh, writings. So, yeah. So we'll be doing that on, uh, we'll get to that on Wednesday. But today we're going to wrap up chapter 20. Hope you guys have a great day. Love you guys. Thank you. Hope you guys are all doing well. It's a little chilly this morning in Tampa. Low 50s. So I am you know, I'm listening to my Christmas music. There's a cool station on Sirius XM, Christmas Spirit, which is like all Christian artists doing like Christian music or Christmas music. But what's cool about it is it's like there's different songs, you know. The playlist for Christmas gets pretty short. <laughs> so it seems like you're in the whole same song over and over and over. Cool thing about Christmas Spirit is it's a little different. I mean, you don't hear it everywhere else either. So, you know, plus it's two months now, you know, it's still two months away. I know some of you guys are purists and you're like, no Christmas music till after Thanksgiving. Well, I ain't about that. <laughs> so, so you may hear a little Christmas music in the background. Yeah. But I hope you're doing well. I'm really thankful that you guys are on today. But uh, hey, let's jump in. Let's do this. Um, John chapter 20. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. So let's read Resurrection today. A little Easter, a little Christmas music, talking about the resurrection. Man, talk about a talk about a um, uh, strange combination, right? But it kind of goes together. It's the reason he came. He came to give his life, so and to be raised again for our salvation. Anyway, hey, let's do it. John chapter twenty. Let's go early on the first day of the week. While it was still dark, this is the uh, this is the passage we always read for sunrise services. Easter sunrise services. This is it. John twenty, man. 
early on the first day of the week while it was still dark. Sunday is the first day of the week. Saturday is Sabbath, the the seventh day. So early on the first day of the week while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb. Uh, I don't know where the dudes were. They were they were chilling. <laughs> Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. Remember, that's John's self-designation. Um, by the way, I'm the one Jesus loved. <laughs> More than everyone else. <laughs> um, so she came running to John, uh, Peter. I'm sorry, she came running to Simon, Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one uh, Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. Notice, she does not immediately think resurrection. She's thinking uh, a crime has taken place. She's thinking she has uh, stepped upon uh, a crime scene. Someone has uh, des desecrated the body. Someone has defiled it. Someone has stolen the body. She's not thinking that he's been raised from the dead. And so Peter and the other disciple, verse 3, started for the tomb. Both were running. They're running to the tomb. So she goes and gets them, presumably at, at the home, uh, and they are running. But the other disciple outran Peter. Now, what, John just had to put that in there, right? <laughs> John just, there's no, there's no need for this to help the, to understand the story. <laughs> there's no need for this to help understand the story. I think this is just a little jab. Peter and John probably had a little jab and every time they told the story, all the miraculous things, they just, John also said, oh yeah, and I'll, 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 I outran Peter. <laughs> Remember that, Peter? Remember that day? Yeah, yeah, I outran you. I smoked you, bro. <laughs> There's no reason other than just someone telling the actual account than for him to say that, oh, both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter. <laughs> and I reached it first. Verse 5. He bent over and looked in, and the strips of linen were lying there, but did not go in. Then, a long time later, because <laughs> I was way ahead of him, Verse 6, then, finally, after I had breakfast, then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. I mean, this is such eyewitness account, right? This is telling you exactly what happened. He runs to the tomb. John doesn't go in. Why? He's a little scared. He didn't go, he didn't go straight in because why? He's a little scared. He did, I don't know. But then Peter, he just, he's, a lot of, he's, not as, he's not as fast, but he's a little bolder. <laughs> Peter's not as fast, but he's a little bolder. So he just, he finally gets there. He doesn't even hesitate at the entrance to the tomb. He just barrels on in. Peter came along behind him and went uh, straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen, linen line there as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in place separate from the linen. So if there's a if there was a uh, a theft that took place, these robbers are off the awful conscientious uh, to actually fold up the linen and leave it behind. That was nice of them. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyone anyone ever break into a, a house or a car? I, I, they don't usually leave things nice and tidy behind them. <laughs> it's ransacked, right? Not exactly the 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 uh, what you'd expect to see uh, post crime here. You know, the strips of linen lying there and separated from the cloth that had been lying around his head. Verse 8, finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first, again, he just can't let it go, man. He keep rubbing, he keep rubbing it in. 
the quicker one, you know, uh, finally, the, the quicker and the one that's most loved, by the way. <laughs> John just say, look, I'm, I'm fast. What can I say, man? I'm fast. And Jesus loved me more. I mean, besides that, y'all, y'all all good. But I'm fast and Jesus loves me more. I mean, sorry. I'm writing the book. I can put whatever I want. Um, so finally, uh, when he, he, so John also went inside. He saw and believed. So John says, I believed. When I saw the empty tomb and I saw that the lint, strips of linen were laying there, I believed. They still did not understand from Scripture that Jesus had been raised from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. See, this is not the sign of, they're not expecting resurrection. They were as surprised as anyone by what they found. She wept. Why? She's sad. She's sad because she lost Jesus. And now, to make matters worse, not only is he dead, but someone stole the body. So she wept. She bent over to look in the tomb and saw, wow, look at this, verse 12, and saw two angels in white, yes, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. Wow. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? What you'll notice is that this is an eyewitness account that tells exactly what was seen. It, if this was, you know, people all say, this made up this resurrection. I can't, this made up story. If you were making up the story, wouldn't you make up someone seeing Jesus actually leave the tomb? The gospel writers never tell a story about how Jesus actually left the tomb. They only tell the story that they found the tomb empty and they saw him, he appeared to them later. But if you were completely fabricating a story, wouldn't you want to fill in that piece? And yeah, we were uh, we were uh, in the bushes and we saw him push the stone away and transfigured and walking out. No, this is a eyewitness account. This is what they actually saw. Nothing more, nothing less. That's why I love the Bible, man. <clears throat> so the, 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 these angelic beings ask, then, uh, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away. See, she still doesn't believe he's resurrected. And I don't know where they've laid him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she didn't realize it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Still, she doesn't get it. Thinking he was a gardener. She said, sir, if you've carried him away, tell me where you put him and I will go get him. And Jesus said to her, Mary. Whoa. And she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Wow. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? When she says her name, she knew it was the Lord because <laughs> he knew her. He knew her personally. You know, Jesus knows your name. You know, the, your, your name. When someone says your name, there's a connection. You know, some people may call you. Mr. or Mrs. Smith or Mr. or whatever, you know, but when someone you know calls your name, there's a connection. There's a relationship. There's a, there's a, a, a personal intimacy to that. And when Jesus, who had spent, who had changed Mary's life and who had, uh, she had followed and she believed in, when he says her name, she's like, I know who you are, and you know who I am. 
Hey, today you may not feel like you're known. I want you to know Jesus knows your name. He knows your name. He doesn't call you, hey, you. He doesn't say, hey, miss, mister. He knows your name. He knows your name. He knows you by name. Linda, Dan, Bill, Christine, Tim, Mark. He knows you by name. He knows your name. Verse 17. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my, bro my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them he had said these things to her. Now, again, not to go back to the women preaching thing, but to go back to the women preaching thing. Here we have a woman be the first to give an Easter resurrection message. <laughs> Notice Jesus doesn't say, hey, you know what? Don't say anything because you're not qualified to proclaim this message. Uh, that's going to only be for men. So um, go and tell the brothers because they 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 can tell this message, uh, but I can't tell you. Or why did he even appear to her at all? Why did he first appear to the women and gave them the message of the resurrection? Of course, they can proclaim the gospel. Of course, they can proclaim the resurrection story. So here Mary gets this, goes back and she proclaims the gospel to the disciples, to the other guys. She went to the disciples. She says, I have seen the Lord and told them, that he had said these things to her. What is she doing? She's preaching. She's proclaiming. She's testifying. She's sharing the message of the gospel. The resurrection, no less. The most important story of all. Verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, when the doors were locked, for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and spoke among them and said, Peace be with you. Wow. You know, um. It was, you know, one of the great evidences for the uh, resurrection is that these devout Jewish faithful people, uh, all of whom who first uh, experienced the empty tomb and resurrection of Jesus, they were all Jewish. So they had been raised their whole lives and their in generation upon generation before them to worship on Sabbath, on Saturday. And yet something so dramatic, so um, paradigm shifting occurred in their lives that these devout Jewish believers began to worship on Monday or Sunday, first day of the week, I'm sorry, on Sunday, the first day of the week. Now, what, what, what could it be that was so uh, mind altering, so paradigm shifting, so worthy of a change that they all spontaneously decided that it was right to gather and worship uh, on the first day of the week on Sunday. Friends, I want to suggest to you that it's only something as powerful and supernatural as the, as a resurrection <laughs> that would cause devout Jewish believers to change their day of worship because that was the day Jesus rose from the dead. It's awesome. So he comes to them and he says, peace be to you, be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. 
Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anyone their sins, their sins will be forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they are not forgiven. I'm giving you this message of forgiveness. I'm giving you this this gospel. You go and proclaim this message of forgiveness. You will help people. You will be the um, ambassadors that will help people receive and experience and live in the forgiveness and grace of God. The world needs you. Hey, do you know that? The world needs you. I hope you know that today. The world needs you. Needs your talents, needs your ability. But you know, more than anything else, you know what the world needs from, from us? This message of forgiveness through Christ. The world needs that from us to go and spread this good news. That's Man, may we do that today. May we be ambassadors of this message of forgiveness. May we hear the, the Spirit of God telling us from Jesus, peace be with you. Breathe that in. Peace be with you. Peace I give you. And now as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you to be ambassadors of peace, to give people the... Uh, to, to, to give people the, the answer of how they can find reconciliation with God, peace w- with God and the peace of God. Peace with God based on what Christ has done for them and the peace of God that transcends all this understanding abides in us because we've been reconciled to God. Because we have peace with God, we can experience peace of God. But I'm not, I'm not just sending you out with this message to be done on your own strength and ability. No, 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 no. What does he say? I'm giving you the Holy Spirit. Receive the Holy Spirit. And I hope today you receive the Holy Spirit. Just breathe in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Maybe if you're at your house, if you're in your car, if you're in your workplace, on your commute to work, out on a jog, wherever you are, just whisper that to the Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. I receive you, Holy Spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit's always with us. He's always around. But to receive it, it's like embrace, accept, welcome in the Holy Spirit today. And that's awesome. That's what Jesus tells him. Receive the Holy Spirit. Verse 24. Now, Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other, the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where his nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now, we all know some of us are like that. <laughs> we want to give Thomas a hard time, but we know we, that a lot of us are like that. Thomas is one of the first agnostics in the Bible right there. I, I'm not going to believe it until I see it. Verse 26, a week later, so not right away, not like instantly. It wasn't like, I'm not going to, until I see the, until I see his hands and see the, uh, put my hand to his side, I will not believe it. It's not like, poof, Jesus just appeared right there. No, 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 no. A week later, his disciples were in the house again and Thomas was with them. You got to wonder what was going through Thomas's mind for that week. You know, everybody's pumped up and excited and like, we saw the Lord. He's in there. He, Thomas is over there like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. that sounds great, guys, but I ain't buying it until I see it myself. So a week later, 
his disciples were again in the house and Thomas was with them through the doors, though, I'm sorry, though the, though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. Jesus was a locksmith. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus here, here rattling at the door. Jesus got a little credit card. He pops the door open. <laughs> no. Which, by the way, while we were gone, my son got a car, got his car washed, which was awesome. I'm glad that happened. But we also get a call five minutes later. Um, hey, my, I locked my keys in my car. Oh, no. He's, I was like, are you sure? Yeah, I see them on the passenger seat. They're just sitting there and the, all the doors are locked. Oh, no. $125 later. A locksmith named Jesus came. No, I'm just kidding. His name, his name wasn't Jesus, but he popped the door right open. That would be a great name for a locksmith. Jesus lock Jesus's locksmith. Or it could be the um it could be the the John uh what's the verse here? John uh John 2024 or John 2026. John 2026 locksmiths. <laughs> Come straight to the door. <laughs> Though the doors were locked. <laughs> Um, it was a $125 lesson. Anyway, Jesus comes and he stands among them. He says, what does he say? First thing he says, peace be with you. And you know, Jesus wants you to have peace. He wants us to have peace. Peace on a, based on a relationship with God. Based on a, the fact that we are right with God, that we are righteous, rightness. That we have a rightness with God, not based on the good works that we have done, but based on the saving and atoning and perfect work of Jesus on the cross. The resurrected Jesus comes to us through the Holy Spirit and he says, you can have peace. I want you today to have peace. Then he said to Thomas, this is cool. Put your finger here. See my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. You know, that's a choice. He's like, well, I can't just, I just, I just doubt. You, you can stop doubting and believe. You may not eliminate, eliminate all your doubt. You can believe and still have doubt. Stop doubting. I, I choose, I choose to doubt my doubts. You ever thought about that? Doubt your doubts. Well, I doubt that that's true. Well, doubt that you doubt that it's true. <laughs> if you're good at doubting, just work it, work it to your advantage. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said, my Lord and my God. I'm so glad Jesus did that, right? What an affirmation. Jesus was, he could have been like, no, you don't believe it. You're never going to know. No, Jesus isn't like that. And Jesus will show us things in our lives that affirm who he is and how much he loves us and that he is who he said he is. Verse 29. Then Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. That's, man, that's us. We never we haven't seen Jesus, but we believe. And Jesus says, blessed, more blessed are those people who have still believed, haven't seen all the things you've seen and still, still believe. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not recorded in this book. Verse 31, but they are written. Here it is. This is why. John writes this book and records all these miracles. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Whoa. 
man, that's the whole purpose of the whole Bible right there. But it's certainly the, the purpose of the Gospel of John. What it, what was the purpose for the writing of the Gospels and the writing, the recording of the, the words of God in the Bible? They're written that you may believe. Not just believe generically, not just believe in yourself, not just believe that good things will happen, not just believe that, you know, things will work out, not just believe that everything happens for a reason. No, believe specifically that Jesus is the Messiah. He's the chosen one of God, the one that was prophesied and promised long ago. We're going to be celebrating Christmas here and just, well, now, starting now, <laughs> believing that Jesus is the Messiah, the promised one. Not only, not just the Messiah, but with that understanding that he's the son of God. Did God, Jesus ever claim to be God? Oh yeah, all over the place. And John here is saying, that's the whole reason I wrote this book was to show you the evidence that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, and that you might believe that. And then what? By believing, you may have life in his name. Ooh, man, that we would have life in his name. Aren't you glad you have life in his name? Man, right there is a good place for a hallelujah right there. <laughs> no doubt. Thank you, Jesus, for the life we have in your name. Mm, God is good. Man, I love that. You got to underline that one, verse 31. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. There's no, there's no, there's life in no other name, man. You know that. Man, there's life in no other name but the name of Jesus. It's that name that changes things. It's that name that gives hope. It's that name that redeems. It's that name that is a banner over our lives. That says, you know what? This life is, 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 uh, is a blessing and a gift, but there's even more waiting for those who believe in his name. <clears throat> Hallelujah. All right, you guys, thanks so much for being on. You know what time it is. We've read. Now we pray. Tomorrow we'll do chapter 21. Uh, but let's pray together. Thank you so much for being on. God, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for the truth of the Bible and the accurate account of the, the stories and the, the encounters that your people, your first followers had with you. Lord, thank you that uh, you bring peace into every situation. You know, think of the situation with the disciples who were filled with confusion and, and even maybe even some sadness and disillusionment. And you came in and you said, first thing, peace. Lord, we receive that today. Some of us are in the midst of trials and, and obstacles, maybe some times of uncertainty and confusion. Lord, we hear you say to us, peace, I leave with you. Lord, we receive that. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in our lives today. You're welcome in our uh, encounters today. You're, we invite you to go before us and beside us and behind us. Surround us, Holy Spirit, that we may walk in step with you. Lord, thank you for the life that we have in your name. We believe. We believe that you are the Messiah, that you are the Son of God. And we believe that we have life in your name. We glorify you and thank you so much for your goodness and grace. Lord, I pray specifically for each and every person today, some of whom may have special needs and requests that they're crying out to you for, Lord. May you meet each and every one according to your glorious riches in Christ. May each and every circumstance uh, prove to show how great and mighty you are. Lord, we love you today and give you thanks. We pray it all in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you for 
jumping back in on this Monday morning. Thanks for sharing this and subscribing and liking it and commenting. All those things are so appreciated. Hey, if you want to give me some feedback on the podcast, you just want to share, you know, personal testimony or suggestions or comments or something that stood out to you from the readings. I have a email address for the podcast specifically. It's Bible study podcast 2020 at gmail.com Bible study podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. Thank you guys. So many of you have reached out and emailed me. I appreciate that. And uh, I love it. Love to continue to hear how this uh, time together is impacting you spiritually, how it's encouraging you and hopefully uh, bringing some light into your day. Cause that's why I'm doing it, man. Uh, because I hope it's bringing you um, some joy and hope and truth um, certainly does that for me. And I love you guys. I appreciate you guys for being a part of it. All right, you guys have a great Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.